Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. Okay. I thought you silenced all your notifications. Not on my computer. You can with the sound mixer. And then I'll just shut you off. So, <laughs> sprinkle in a little crack and let's go on. So that's what we call Star Wars. <laughs> he was so old, but he was, in 1982, he was like 46. So. Now, how many years was that show on? Oh, it was long okay. I mean, well, all the kids went through puberty, so I had to go through it. <laughs> Welcome. You're now live. So, Pajangers and Wallhangers. Yes. Pajangers and Wallhangers fans. This is. This is the Triforce Podcast, and I am Matthew B. Grell, the Matt Man. To my left is Christopher Bristow, the old man in the box, and our ever producer, Big Brother. Hello. Uh,. Stephen B. Grell. And popping in eventually because he froze, we will be getting him back in. Here is our, there he is, our, our, uh, our, our Iron Kelly. Not our, <laughs> our Iron Kelly is going to be popping back into our Cardboard Kelly. Oh, his computer is updating. His computer decided to update. Wow. Now. Really? Right now. Isn't that always the case with our podcast? Like, if your computer needs to update, no, guess no. where it's going to happen? We'll right schedule now. the update for 7-Eleven. Yes. That's perfect. Right then. Speaking of which, I'm going to check for updates right now. <laughs> he's he's not going to be doing anything. We need, to, we need to update his computer. He clearly just logged on. He wants an update. He needs the most updated system. Breaking news, breaking news. My computer is up to date. <laughs> and the other breaking news is this is podcast number 183 in the Triforce or in the Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network. And this is the Triforce podcast. And uh, we, we start try. off the podcast. We do try. Uh, and we try to start off the same way every week. Tonight, Netflix tries another live action anime. Disney. Won't, won't. Has a long phone call. Game Awards trailers and more on the Triforce podcast. And we. I want to see the string on that can the can call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, apparently, there was a lot of strings on it, and there's a lot of information that came out of it. So we'll hop on over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find the funniest moment right here, the last week's Lug Nuts podcast, which was entitled Street Legal Jet Powered Beetle, which is an actual thing. I just left that alone because that was a good enough title as it was. And then, of course, <laughs> last week's Triforce podcast, which was Daredevil Stranger Danger Aside. That just speaks for itself. Yeah, that sounds like dare the Daredevil I know. Yeah, so <laughs> you can contact us and let us know what the Daredevil you know and who he is, and we can. Mr. Murdoch, why do you have a mask on in the courtroom? <laughs> and you can find us on all social media handles: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And then let us know what luggy and nuttiness happens to you. What kind of comments do you have about our end segments? Do you have something to expand? Do you have an idea? Do you have a podcast that you would like to be on our platform? We can help. Make that happen with very little effort on your part. So, we want to hop on over here into the first story, which is Transformers uh, War for Cybertron Earthrise gets a release date and a trailer. And I probably... Yeah, I had the, I had the sound on because, you know, 
That's awesome. But Netflix shared this news that Transformers fans wouldn't have to wait much longer to see the next chapter of the War for Cybertron trilogy, with Earth's Rise set to arrive before the year's end on December 30th showing us the story of the Autobots and Earth before the arrival of the new year. Uh, the initial installments of Netflix's new Transformers trilogy, Siege, gave us a brand new look. Wow, kill. What the hell is that? No, that's Chris. Oh, so he's just being a dick. <laughs> and he's right there. We can watch him being a dick. Okay. I thought you silence all your notifications. I Not on my computer. You can with the sound mixer. And then I'll just shut you off. So, <laughs> Earthrise is going to be coming on to set. You're right. Yeah, that's extremely easier to get through the stories. December 30th. <laughs> so, it's showing us the story of the Autobots on, on Earth before the arrival of the new year. The initial installment of Netflix's new Transformers trilogy, Siege, gave us a brand new look onto the, the war between the Autobots and the Decepticons. But how the societal structure of Cybertron pushed this battle into taking place. Megatron was depicted at the start of these series more as a, com uh, as a conflicted warrior rather than the mustache-twirling villain he was originally introduced as. The franchise, uh, but of course, he became eviler in order to help the his side ultimately win his battle of life and death. So you were turned back on out of your penalty box. <laughs> oh, I, I will... Uh... I'll take a, the five minutes for boarding there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, honestly, with this series, you know, they kind of pen it in there with the uh, anime realm, but the first trilogy of Siege, did you give that a watch of Transformers War for Cybertron? Um, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm turning Connor onto it right now, so what we're doing is we are... Uh, going through the old cartoons first, and then we'll do the Netflix stuff. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's really, it's a really, it's a a good new take on the series, which is both thrilling and, you know, still pays homage to the original. So it's refreshing in that bit. It's know? good. And I really like it. He's not even really an anime fan. Per I se. remember watching the original live. Yeah. When they were real robots before they all died. Yeah, true story. True I story. just made it up now. Yeah. Johnny Five Alive. That's right. <laughs> I'm That's... sorry, wrong, 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 wrong series. Yeah, wrong series there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. These guys aren't real. But I do like how they kind of changed Megatron away from a gun to a tank. You know, that, it, it makes more sense. You know, why the, not go for the Did you tank? have a problem with the size differential? That he's a big, giant robot the size of a house that could transform into the size of your beer can? He was a, tra a robot that could transform. That size differential didn't equate in my little mind watching it. You know, it was, oh, my God, Transformers. You know, it wasn't like. did not have compensation issues. <laughs> it wasn't like. Is he overcompensating is in his adult robot form? Yes. Huh. No, Starscream. <laughs> Meanwhile, Optimus is this big, gigantic, you know, truck. 
with a eighteen with an eighteen wheeler cabin that just disappears. Because it gets launched in the air. Actually, the toys made that. Actually, there was like a a machine gun or something in the back, or a science lab in one. Yeah, there was was an AA gun with a lab that Spike ran. I I just didn't need it. I had the Optimus Prime and the trailer and the thing and the little rocket shot out. It was awesome. He didn't need it in the show. He was too OP. You know, he didn't need that kind of, you know, burden. Eventually, I whacked him over the head with it. Only once. It explains a lot. But... Another thing that will be explained With a knob on the end. is our next story. That was a good segue. Thank you, buddy. Um, Netflix announces UU Hockey Show live action adaptation. Bless so, you. Yeah. So the UU Hockey Show adaptation, which has no release date or broadcast schedule yet, will be based on the legendary manga created by Yushiro Tagashi. Tagashi also created Hunter x Hunter, or as fans will know it, Hiatus X Hiatus. There's a little bit of like Hunter Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping someone was was listening. I was just kind of going away from that, but uh, all right. Yes, Hunter S. Thompson. You have to use the use the the presence altogether. It's Hunter S. Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually Hunter S. Thompson versus Rip Hunter, and they just go through. You know, it's a time traveler versus Hunter S. Thompson, and I think Hunter S. Thompson will win. He's that's why nobody knows who Rip is. But um, uh, what were you, you were saying? This anime—it was created by Hunter X Hunter. Hunter X Hunter is an amazing anime series. If you haven't watched it, or Yu Yu Hakusho, it, it's definitely like I haven't watched Yu Yu Hakusho. But after listening to, to this description, how could I not? As an anime fan, so it was serialized in the Weekly Shonen Jump between 1990 and 1994. The series follows a, a teenage delinquent. Yusuke Yuramashi, who sacrificed his life to save a child in a car accident, surprised his heroism, uh, surprised by his heroism, the spirit of uh, the spirit of the world offered him a second chance at life, sending him back to the uh, living world as a spirit detective. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. After his return, he defeats demons, makes new friends and rivals, and competes in fighting tournaments, of course, because it's anime, uh, with his brawling skill, Ray Gun. And that is his special move, the Ray Gun. Does he have a friend, a special (laughs) thing called Star Wars? It'll protect us. Watch. (laughs) Ray Gun smash. His his new special move. Whenever he it's gets a trap, <laughs> that's like you could do like if when he goes Super Saiyan, it would be the Ray Gun Smash. <laughs> so we're talking about Yu Yu Hakusho, um, the anime, because it's getting hi Kelly. It's getting a live action adaptation on with Netflix. Hunter S. Thompson. It it doesn't have Hunter S. Thompson. It, no? it it's not about. I'm trying to improve it. It. It has, has been dead a while, I think. The main characters... We can only go up from here. The main, <laughs> the, the main character special attack is the ray gun. How oh, could you okay. not appreciate the ray gun? You fire it, and then it forgets what it was doing, and it goes in another direction. And it cripples the economy. Where it used to be, 
in the Sprink- finer days. So it just sort of hovers little, there in space. Sprinkle in a little crack and let's go on. <laughs> so the Yu Yu Haka show. And that's what we call Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> So the anime, <laughs> the anime adaptation uh, was uh, aired in 1992, and localizations. I don't of know if Kelly's confused all over the world or frozen. <laughs> he's probably just confused. Probably he's, he's, not him. he's not frozen. No. <laughs> so your left, sir. The anime adaptation appeared all over the world. For example, in the Philippines, the sh- uh, Philippines, not Philippines, Philippines. The show was known as Ghost. That's Fighter. a type of cracker. Yeah, the Ghost Fighter. And <laughs> the characters' names were also changed to a suitable Tyog dia, uh, Tyog dub. Yusuke was now renamed Eugene. <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> I mean, that's a better name, right? Yusuke. Eugene. I mean, it's kind of right there, uh, right on par. So the the show aired in the United States as part of Adult Swim and Tsunami's programming blocks and endured an appeal, even resulted in a 2019 stage adaptation, making the new live adaptation, uh, live action series, the second attempt to get fresh blood actors into the Yo-Yo Hakusho cast. So they have a stage play for this as well. A lot of love around there for that anime. And the live adi- uh, live action version of this anime, there's no word on the release date. So we will have to wait on that. Something we won't have to wait very long for is the next story, which, of course... That was a good segue. Another one. We're two for two so far, Connor. And Jim Henson's Dinosaurs show is releasing on Netflix next Not month. the mama. Not the mama indeed. 1990s family sitcom Dinosaurs will arrive on Disney Plus in January, premiering on ABC in 1991 and running until 1994. Dinosaurs was conceived by Jim Henson, the legendary puppeteer and animator, wanted to make a different kind of comedy using the traditional tropes of the genre but applying them to the creatures that make up the show's title. The idea paid off as dinosaurs received. That show has like one of the most serious for like a family sitcom endings. It was amazing. I don't remember the ending. How did it end? Was it it a, was it a meteor? Please. It was, it was was the meteor. Really? It was like scared. They were so talking about it, about what they were going to do. Yeah. Dude, the whole show. Just broke down barriers well before anybody else. LGBTQ, marijuana and drugs, they were trucking right through, man. You remember the fucking marijuana episode? It was the dad and the son, and I think, like, the whole family were chewing the happy plant. (laughs) And they had, like, this whole dance choreography afterwards. I remember that. Dude, this show was amazing, and it was so, so ahead of its time. I... Love this show, and I'm so happy that I can now get it on Disney Plus because I would have never thought of looking for it on Hulu because miraculously you remember all there? of it. Yeah, who looks there? But Dinosaurs was an amazing, uh, absolutely amazing show, and I can't wait to get this. It actually it won an Emmy. 
And it's set in the prehistoric era. Not actually real, just to let you know. Damn. Yeah. It focused on the Sinclairs. Earl, who was the father, <laughs> who was stubborn and suggestible. Fran, the mother and homemaker. Their three children, Robbie, Charlene, and Baby Sinclair, which is a horrible name. You're going to be known Baby the rest of your life? I knew a baby once. She, she was, was a rapper. A, no, she was a whore. Oh, oh, I thought you meant the rapper. Oh, no, with, this is some Not else. cash money. All right, never mind. Um, I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. So, you also had... Ethel, Fran's mother, who was uh, simply a regu- regular presence who frequently butted heads with Earl. Oh, they were supposed to throw her off the cliff. Yes. <laughs> and then they did. <laughs> and then you I had his one. boss, uh, like B.P. Richfield, who was yeah, the Triceratops. Yeah, they were, he was in the trailer. Yes. <laughs> it his was friend the- was the uh, T-Rex. Yes. Yes. And he was, uh, what, what dinosaur was he? He wasn't an Allosaurus. He was a, um, no, he was an Allosaurus. Yeah. I think. Does anybody remember? Uh, Comment below. Comment below. No, no, I don't remember. Disney revealed that dinosaurs will be available to stream on their service starting January 29th. Name checking the show's main characters. The announcement also came with the promotional image, which is actually below. Um, hyping up the arrival of their oncoming debut. So we see here there's, it's pretty much baby in the egg and it has the classic dinosaurs logo. Um, but this show, old man, you haven't really commented as much as Kelly, big brother and myself have on this show. Do you, have you even watched it? Do you even love this show? Do you remember the? Are you even a perjanger? Are you even? I watched here? this show. <laughs> I mean, so like this was like circa ninety three. Yep. Yeah. So you're like it. It it had a life on you know when ABC did TGIF when it was like that and step by step and yeah. you know Family yeah. Matters. You couldn't help but so, watch it. Yeah, he's so old. He was at, in nineteen ninety two. He was like forty six. So. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were born that age. Look, oh, in the beginning okay. of time, everybody knows it was Vandal oh. Savage and the Old Man. That those he didn't are the watch two it people. because he was actually uh, in the show with the dinosaurs. Yeah, he was actually the neighbor behind the Sinclairs. He was telling them to shut down, like shut up, and like keep you know keep it down. That was actually that show was actually one of my family. Like we had family night shows. We watched. Nice. That was one of them, as well as Home Improvement. <laughs> I loved Home Improvement, man. Home that, Improvement that was, was one of our family shows. Classic, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's one of the things that got me into the automotive field is because I always loved Home Improvement oh. and all the classic cars they would have uh-huh. over there and all the power. and The standoff power. with Bob Vila. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Bob Vila. And then <laughs> the tool man all day. And then the inception of you know one of one of Kelly's name was uh, Twitchy Wilson was like yes. Adio neighbor because Adio, and neighbor. I remember this because I I recently watched a clip of it. it came up on my timeline and it was the the low battery sign on his phone popped up and it was like cutting off the top of his head and he looked like Wilson from <laughs> Home Improvement oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's where. Twitchy Wilson came from because he said, ah, they call me Twitchy. And I was like, that's not enough. Twitchy Wilson was born that day. <laughs> so Our name's always remember, And now he has a show. 
do you remember the uh, the last episode of that before it went off? They actually had like a little reveal thing where they had people come out and like talk like. And I remember when they had him come out, he actually still had a fence. It was a little tiny. Yeah, he yes. had a fence. Oh, yeah. Fence. He held. Yeah. Yes. And I saw he showed the guy. his face in one episode, in like the last episode yeah. where he stand in the uh, when they're shooting the show and he stands yeah. up to try to explain something. Yeah, that was the only time. And yeah. they would show either the top half of his face, the bottom half of his face. And then when you saw him in another movie, it was like, oh, that guy's good. It's really the best way to be a celebrity where they never actually yeah. see your face. I'm gonna, His own buffer zone of a paparazzi. It's like, <laughs> I'm, gonna Google, I'm Googling right now how many times did they reveal Wilson's face. Okay. Let us know how it goes. Fact check us indeed, Kelly. Fact check us indeed. But how we got over to Wilson from Dinosaurs is only a 90s baby's wonder. But the next story we'll go on to is Justice League. The Snyder Cut. answer for that, by the way. Yeah. It says the face just... was ever shown one time. So Big Brother was all right. run. Oh, right. It was the one at the end when he took a bow. Yeah. And he had the little fence. Oh. And... He took it away. We have the yep. crowd applause to, to signify. Yeah. Whatever. Now, how many years was that show on? Oh, it was that on was... forever. Oh yeah. I mean, well, all the kids went through puberty, so it had to go through. (laughs) (laughs) Had to go through a decent run. About eight or nine years. You remember the one episode to where it was uh, the youngest brother, and he made that horror movie with the family. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, Mark. (laughs) Mark made the horror movie. Hmm. Why does that sound like another Mark we know? It was on for eight years. Yeah. And crazy. The only show your face on. One and eight year show. Wow. And he showed his face once. Wow. Not all the, the characters, episode, the, yeah. the sons are actually doing well. I gotta say, that, that has to be by choice by him, you know? I recently saw something with one of the one of the sons. The oldest is, one. Is yeah. A, yeah. Domestic abuse scandal as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Home improvement you don't, you don't just keeps brought back up. Yeah. Well, I mean, when, when, you're, when your breakout role was... Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, and only in the first 10 minutes, you kind of get relegated to obscurity. Yeah. yeah. Wilson, oh, I just, at least just informed me that Wilson just died. What? What? Not just, but he's dead. Oh. Ugh. Oh. Well, that, I mean, that's less breaking. Yeah. That's, that's... We would never have known if it was him because we can't see him. Yeah, now <laughs> you really can't see him. Yeah, now you can't. <laughs> That's so morbid. Uh, switching gears over here to the current story. So you're telling though. me that the reboot is, is a no? Yeah. Yeah, no. The reboot is going to have to have a different Wilson. He'll have to maybe, be really imaginary this time. Maybe they reach out to Twitchy Wilson. He's a Wilson. He could He could do it. But in the next story. He just has to brush up on his Nietzsche. But the, the Justice League goes to Fioria. Yeah, Earl which is, Heinemann was the actor's name, by the way. Sounds a little bit like something that Nietzsche would write, but the Justice League Snyder Cut releases a date. So Zack Snyder confirmed his cut of the Justice League when responding to a fan on Vero, of course. The fan, Thigo Kessley, uh, said to destroy all the copies of Joss Whedon's cut, 
uh, of the Justice League. And Snyder responded with, a, I understand and, of course, respect your feelings. I, and I can hope, I just hope I can wipe that version out of existence with, with what you see in March. Okay. So it's looking like March is going to be the, the time of the Justice League. What do you think about that old man? All right, so I am, again, it's one of those cautiously optimistic type scenarios. You know, I want to enjoy it for what it will be shown for. Um, Given what I saw, it could only be an improvement, and that's what I'm going to be going in as. Well, apparently, all all the stuff that he really reshot for his cut, mind you, which is nothing of Josh Whedon's was about like four minutes and it was mainly just the visual effects that he already had planned and stuff like that with the whole movie. Now there's different things coming out of here while WB and Warner brothers or Warner brothers and HBO haven't announced. This is actually lining up um, with previous reports of Warner media CEO, Jason Keller, who wrote in a blog post that the Snyder cut will be arriving on HBO in quote unquote, a few months which March kind of lines up with that kind of quote. So I think, you know, March, we get like a March 15th, you know, something easy in the middle, maybe in the end, March 29th, you know, something at the end, real safe. I think that you'll get that. But recent reports are also saying that the Snyder Cut will be, one, R-rated, because Senior Batman drops an F-bomb. That's all? Yeah, which, if you don't know, is the word French. No, no, I'm sorry. It's not French. It's fuck. But <clears throat> Batman. Well, drops I mean that that's that's right in at, at Batfleck's lexicon anyway. So he yes, he's that dark, broody Batman that fits right up his alley, you know. But I love that our, you know, 2020 culture is kind allowing of, uh, this movie to happen alongside of Battinson, you know. Well, it, it won't carry an R rating because you can say it once and get away with it. Well, apparently, a lot more lewd shit is going to happen then. Because it's okay. not just one F-bomb that's getting that the R rating. <laughs> but there is also other rumors saying that it's going to be, there is going to be a theatrical release to the Justice League Snyder Cut. Wow. They're going straight to Broadway, huh? Like, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like four-hour movie. Oh, Where okay. did you get these wonderful toys? <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see the Tim Burton Oh yeah, who does Broadway play? What's this? You know? What's this? It's a batarang. <laughs> look, look, they did Green Bay, uh, Green Bay, Green Day on on Broadway. They did the Who on Broadway. Give me Batman on Broadway. How is somebody not written that? By written that? Tim Burton. Yes, only by Tim. Tim Burton, Burton writing a Broadway play worker. for Batman. Unfortunately, it'll be by Earl, some like someone like a director named like Earl Kessler, who's like very. No, it could be his third Batman, but it's actually just a Broadway play, and that's how he gets it done. Like he had a solid one and two, and then fumbled the ball. You you know, just want somebody else. Batfleck in doing a pirouette. That's all you want. (laughs) No, Michael Keaton, sir. I want to see Michael Keaton doing a pirouette. He can sing. I want to see Batman. If we're going to do Batman on Broadway, it's going to be Batman Beyond because you can have fun with that title. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I guess. 
Um, on that awkward note, we will go over to the next story. That's not a bed for you. That's our cardboard Kelly. That's the old man. You can't hop in the old man's belly. He has no french fries. But french fries may be in a galaxy long, long ago, far, far away, because Disney is, of course, doing the Mandalorian Season 2 Disney Gallery. And it's coming on Disney Plus on Christmas Day. They want to show you how season two is made. And, of course, we are this on the, the dawn. Way. This the is the eve. way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Not the Broadway play for The Mandalorian. This is the a different gallery. <laughs> that's, a, that's easier to give. <laughs> so we are getting a new look into the behind-the-scenes action with the new season of Disney Gallery. They released the info via Twitter post that read, Go Beyond, hashtag The Mandalorian. Disney Gallery's The Mandalorian returns with a brand new, se- a brand new special streaming uh, on December 25th. In this new installment of the G- Disney Gallery, Lucasfilms says that the filmmakers and cast will provide an unprecedented access to storytelling decisions and innovations that went into the second season of the Emmy Award-winning series. The special will feature immersive on-set footage that will put viewers in the middle of the filmmaking process. It will also include rare insights from the cast and crew. The special documentary explores the production of uh, all eight episodes from season two and the early concept art to the brown breaking technology introduced in the season. So I love these things. It's so amazing because you see all the different stuff. Like nobody really understood how they did the LED wall until you saw the gallery and you were like, holy fuck, how is every movie not shot like this? How do we not have one? You know? Why didn't you think of this before? You know? Now the technology is there and leave just it to like, the mouse. But it's just in the same cusp of the Lucas spirit. Leave it to Favreau. Sorry. <laughs> Leave it to Favreau. No, if you watch the first is. one, the mouse said, oh, here, we built this for you. Mm-hmm. And they, he goes, wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. They built it for him because he was what because like, of what he was what doing do you on want? the line. I would like this. Yeah. Okay. If you build it, build Favreau this will come. You. If you build it, Favreau will come. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of John Favreau, so like he, um, Connor and I watched the. There was a show on Netflix called uh, Hollywood Movies That Made Us, and they did an expose on Elf on how they shot it, um, and and it was really well done. So I would highly encourage watching that. It gives you a new respect for Favreau because it was only his second time in existence that he directed anything. Second yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's a Christmas classic. Absolutely a Christmas classic. I remember why, the first time I watched that and I thought it was brilliant, you know? So. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? And it is in part a good bit John Favreau, but it's also a lot of the directors he has. You know, this season's directors, Bryce Dallas Howard. My God, she has once again donked it out of the park with her episode. You have different people like John Favreau and Dave Filoni directing episodes. Dave Filoni obviously directed the episode with Zocatano's premiere. And now we have more news with the Disney earnings call. We let you know last week, well, last week that it was happening. 
The next story, we have a whole bunch of what they were actually talking about during this four-hour earnings call. And this is the first part of it, which is all Star Wars. How can you talk? I, I couldn't talk to anyone for four hours. Old man and I, the old man and I, we could talk for four hours easily. Easily. Yeah, we could easily. I, talk I was for talking for like four hours today at work. And yeah. That was slightly more painful. <laughs> yeah. None well, of my guys talk at work. This is not so painful. Scroll down to the first one. The first up is the obvious, which is The Mandalorian Season 3. It will premiere on Christmas Day 2021. Obviously, we will see where Season 2 ends off tomorrow. Obviously, the child is with Moff Gideon. We have a bunch of Dark Force troopers which were badass in scooping them up. Very efficient. I got to tell you, if there's a droid that I would want to buy, it's going to be one of them. So that is the droid you're looking for. That is. Yeah, it really is the droid I'm looking for right there, you know. But, I mean, really, Mandalorian kicked off all of these announcements because everyone knew. So you had knew. droid shaft. You had droid shaft, you know. You know, because, you know, he's he's cool, he's dark, he's calculated. IG-88, yeah, or IG-11, yeah, Taka Watiti. Yes, very infamous for his role in that, too. But with Mandalorian, it opened the, it exploded the balloon. Because everybody, nobody thought Disney knew what they were doing with Star Wars. They didn't know, think they knew where they were going or anything like that. And then John Favreau and Dave Filoni coming along with this old-fashioned Western right up the wheelhouse of the creator, George Lucas, and it just invigorated the whole series. So I don't think we're going to see that Rain Johnson movie trilogy because vigor all over the place. Mandalorian showed them a whole bunch of directors that know exactly what the hell to do with Star Wars. That was the best part yep. about this show is that there are a plethora of amazing directors that are leading every single episode. Every single one of them has their own imprint on it, which is so distinct, which is what Gallery gives you. So that's why I'm really excited. The first thing that they started off with here. Is There's a lot of like throwback, like scene throwbacks yeah. to like other movies and like little subtleties like two episodes ago. Like Lieutenant like, Denim Jeans. Yeah. Like, and, and, well, yeah <laughs> that one. But then... Um, but the one with the one with when Boba arrived, yes, and got his armor, shot the shot the ship, and he's like, the, and and Mando says that was a good shot. He's like, I was aiming for the other one. That's a throwback to a, a to a spaghetti western, yeah, like, movie, mm. and on, it was a very like subtle little nod to that movie. But off this off uh, another tangent off of that is we got another bow. This was a a second. This was a double bow season, which was. We got Bo-Katan in this season from yes, we did all the animated, and it was so splendid, just like Ahsoka. It was every Star Wars nerd was just you know pounding their fist in the air, cheering whenever they got to that. You know, this really it. I think it exploded the market, just like what they're doing with the next spinoff series they announced. Um, which is Ahsoka. Ahsoka is a Disney Plus series, which will also star Rosario Dawson, set in the Mandalorian timeline. So we're going to get more Ahsoka. Whether she's in this last episode or not, we're going to get a whole spinoff series, which is going to be premiering winter of 2021. So we're not going to have to wait very long. They're going to be putting her, you know, right to use. 
Um, so. You might want to clarify that because winter 2021 could either be January next year or December of next year. So Probably <laughs> December. It's either Probably. December or January. We're not going to talk about that. We're getting an Ahsoka show. Don't be pessimistic. No, Jeez. because if I want them to do it right. So if they need the time, <laughs> take the time. Dana. I wouldn't mind if it comes in January. The point is, is that it's literally a year away. We're going to be talking, oh, my God, that episode January. of Ahsoka Tano. They brought in Ezra. We saw, you know, uh, you know, Admiral it's, RuPaul Thrawn. Is it better Thrawn. than Ezra? We saw better than Ezra and Admiral RuPaul Thrawn. And both of them were in there in high heels and... You know, really crazy. High heels, hair. pumps, and ready work. for RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I <said> work. <laughs> work. And then in a different galaxy far, far away, we got <laughs> another spinoff series, which is Rangers of the New Republic, which will, which is uh, once again in the Mandalorian timeline. Details are scarce on this one, but... It's a pretty broad title, Rangers. So I'm assuming this could be like a, a Gina Carrero spinoff show because she was a ranger, right? She got that little shiny badge. She's part of the New Republic. So this yeah, could be awesome. like, a you know, Gina Carrero, Wild West, you know, very, you know, uh, John Wayne or, yeah, John Wayne, uh, even Clint Eastwood kind of feels to the kind of, this is my town. You can play on that with, uh, you know, the UFC. Boom. Gina Guerrero, and she can bust ass and take names. <laughs> Get off my lawn. She can also break wind. Bust ass, break wind, and take <laughs> names, and she's done. <laughs> All right. No, it was kick ass, right? <laughs> yeah, probably kick, kick ass, ass, but not bust, bust ass. ass. <laughs> yeah, that's two different things. I got to fart on <laughs> you and write your name down. <laughs> God, that would still be entertaining, though. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> What's your name again? You gonna tell me your name? You gonna let I don't me think fart on you again? I, I, I don't think I'm gonna watch that show. I think I'm gonna avoid that one. You know, I, it just doesn't sound like Talk something I'd about like. a sponsorship. <laughs> oh God, that was awesome! This sponsorship brought to you by whatever the hell I was talking about. So the Rangers of the New Republic could take a different meaning there. Oh. <laughs> Don't go green, don't go green, go brown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Woo! But the next series. Quite literally. Yeah. That was a good one. Might even be the We're we're all laughing and crying at the same time. (laughs) Well, we're going to cry about this this next one, which is Obi-Wan Kenobi series set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And we'll also star. I have the high dune. Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Now, are they going to get James Earl Jones for the voice? No, they're going to get Vern Troyer. Or are they going to get the other guy that played He's Darth dead. Vader in like, uh, whoa, like whoa, Rebels? Whoa. So he can't do it then? No, he can't do it. Vern Troyer can't oh. do it. Oh, yeah, he's dead. So yeah. he's not coming on then? No, no, he's not coming on. We have car- no, our no, cardboard. No Mini Vader. Oh, okay. Mini Vader. That'd be awesome. But Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader in this series. I like this series already, especially if you give me Darth Maul. This is an action-packed series from the boot. He's just trying to protect young Luke. He's got Darth Vader Maul coming with the, after with him. The robotic spider legs. Oh, yeah. 
look, Vader, he has new legs. <laughs> new legs, Vader. New legs. Sorry, I had to put the baby to bed. We were just talking about we're talking Lord, about new legs. We were talking about Lord Maul's new legs. Tad <laughs> <laughs> said you got new legs. So Obi Wan Kenobi series is set to Titanium happen. Titanium alloy. Hayden Christensen <laughs> as Darth Vader, legs. as well as uh, rumors are that Darth Maul is going to pop up in the series as well. So that that's the rumor at least. Is he just going to show up out of the dunes like a gopher? Like, how does this all make you feel? <clears throat> Dirty. Okay, I'm done. I feel like I just watched. I the, feel we should put a warning YouTube before video. we show that on the YouTube. Yeah. Sexual content, <laughs> sexually explicit content, which is going to be well, him he watching. Obi Wan Kenobi. Mike and owned it. This portion is sponsored by Mobster. No, Sponsorship. No, it's not. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> but production on Obi-Wan Kenobi starts March 2021 with a potential release date of 2022. Um, I Honestly, from this series, I want to see... Let's, let's get to the next one. I want to see a live-action uh, Darth Maul like, death scene. I like that guy. So that's what I want to see from you this. Now you're not frozen. Your TV's on the background. Yeah, um, but Lando is our next story, which is yes. the, the Lando that series cool. is being directed by Justin Simon. No star is set at the moment, and no release date. So only speculation. Who's your Lando that you want? Me, I'm Tom sorry. Cruise. No, well, no. <laughs> no. As Wonder Woman. Yes. As, as Lando. Wonder Woman. Yes. Tom Cruise so as Wonder opening. Woman. Playing Lando. Yes. I love Christopher that. Walken as Lando. Oh, yeah. You gotta have Christopher Walken. <laughs> hey, guys. What, what's the opposite of Christopher Reeves? Christopher, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. On one hotel radio, that mommy just, just put his shoes on his hands and tried to fly with them. <laughs> really? I don't say, say one punch. One punch! Okay, one punch <laughs> indeed. So my Lando, honestly, I wouldn't mind um, the uh, who was it? Um, Christopher Walken. No, the guy who played him in um, Solo. Forget his name. That guy. Donald Glover. Yes, Donald Glover. I wouldn't. Woo shit! I wouldn't mind him. I wouldn't mind Donald Glover, but I would also wouldn't mind um, you know the original. Lando Calrissian. Now, now, would he go as Donald Glover or as Childish Gambino? Billy D would. It, it he'd have to be. You know what? You have young and old Lando. You have Childish Gambino cloning. They cloned him. You have, there you go. You have Donald Glover as Childish Gambino, and then Donald Glover as Lando sitting next to Billy D. Williams as Lando, all at a poker table playing sabak. He's got to be in at least one episode. And all of them are doing the Spider-Man point. Damn, I just created a meme. Right Billy there. D's got to be in the back of one episode to, like, give yeah. his nod or something. You know, an old man at the bar, like, hey, kid. But I've, <laughs> I've heard rumors that this is just going to be, like, Lando in, like, special stories, almost like anthology. So okay. that would be kind of cool, just different points, because then you could use either actor. Or even a different actor to make up the middle, you know? 
add a little CGI, make them look like a young Billy D. Williams, and you're golden. So there's a lot of stuff that you could do with the Lando series, but or they I really just find something that looks like them and just yeah go with, go with that. Well, that's what they did with Donald Glover. They were like, "Fuck it, you can be a young Billy D. Williams," okay. and they ran with it. So that series, I really, I think that has a lot of legs. A lot like this next one, which is the Acolyte series with Leslie Headland <laughs> at the helm of this one, described as a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So remember when uh, Disney said that the High Republic was just going to be like the writers are going to have their own thing, it's going to be all novels, and, and they could just write the content. Now we're getting a series in the High Republic, final days, Dark side powers emerging, the Nile coming in as a new outer rim threat. Everything's in turmoil. We're getting a, a nice series here in this new not Skywalker franchise of the series. And it's not just the comics. It's not just the novels. Now we're getting a, an actual series of this, which is, you know, still 200 years before the Skywalker saga. So while it will have a female protagonist, it is not going to be female-centric, which is, a, you know, that's a, a big definition there. You can have a strong like female ca- front, ca- frontal character. A strong female protagonist is fine. But if it's just, a, if it's just you know, a big rag on men, you're going to lose a lot of your audience. Now, if it's just strong female lead, a lot of great characters, awesome story, Nobody has problems, and we have a solid show for the High Republic, reining in some new content for Disney+. And I wouldn't mind seeing all of this High Republic because, as Obi-Wan said, it was supposed to be a more elegant time. So it was supposed to be a time of, you know, really, you know, the Jedi were this noble, you know, law. They weren't, you know, warriors like we saw them in all of the prequel knights. series. Yeah, they were classic knights of the round table. Just going off, keeping peace. And that's a really a, a TV series that I think has a lot of legs. Now, the next one is Andor, which is, of course, the Rogue One uh, spinoff. They have a scissor reel there of some footage of Andor. Um, it's pretty much, you know, just a bunch of little scenes from Rogue One, but Andor is already in production. It's beginning to, uh, being described as a tense, nail-biting spy thriller expected to premiere at some point in 2022. After watching Rogue One, got to tell you, I absolutely loved it. Diego Luna was a fantastic kind of, you know, smuggler. He was that Han Solo kind of role in that movie, but he really just played it well to where a lot of people argue that rogue one was the best star Wars movie. And then you have Mando being the best star Wars ever, but you know, I, I, I loved rogue one. Rogue one was a great series. No, you no, give me a, I like, a prequel. I, like, I disagree with both of those. So I don't know. No, you don't I think agree. Rogue, rogue one was awesome, but I don't think it was the best. Star Wars movie, in my opinion. What and would I be love, your best? I'm loving Mandalorian, but I don't think Mandalorian's better than the movies. Yeah, in my opinion, it's definitely just, better than the sequels. What's the? Where's the high watermark? 
The What's best, the top? The, the best that was ever. I don't know. I'm going to go with probably Empire Strikes Back. Maybe. Yeah. I was going to go with... I was, see, I, like that I loved Empire, but Return of the Jedi, man. Yeah, I mean, those both, for me... Return of the Jedi, because be it was like, the climax of that trilogy you had vader being redeemed you had leia this promise of the future you wouldn't have you wouldn't have any of this going on now if it wasn't for those being so good oh yeah i was excluding that now the out of the obviously the original trilogy is like a wholly untouched thing yes that's that's now with like the the sequels you're right like prequel uh, prequel and sequel prequels were good in parts i don't think as a whole they were but they were still a lot better than the sequels what was your favorite prequel uh revenge of the sith i was gonna say if you said clone wars I'd no. be like, I'm out. Clone Wars was, uh, it was okay, but Revenge of the Sith, you had Vader, you had the ultimate betrayal, you saw the little hints that they had in the first two movies, you saw Anakin's complete descent into madness in that movie, and how he spiraled out of control. That's why I'm so excited for the Obi-Wan series, because after, you know, uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, I want to see, like, how far down the rabbit hole did this guy really go yeah. to where you see somebody from your past and you're just, I'm, I'm Lord Vader. Like, I'm no, I'm not Matt, man. I'm, you know, Jesus. It's my new Stop. name. Stop. That's it. That's what I'm going by now. <laughs> you know? And Lord, he- is it Lord Jesus? You could go by Darth Jesus. <laughs> I like Darth nice. Jesus. Yeah. Spell it out. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Lord Wilson. <laughs> Lord Wilson. I like that one. I like that one. Get an old Republican. You better add that to the list of names when you are Iron Twitchy Lord Wilson. <laughs> Iron Lord Twitchy. Good Lord. That's, you are going to have the long. We're going to make the longest name ever for you. It's going to be right. like uh, Ricky Tiki Dembo, Noso Rembo, Terry Berry <laughs> Bucci, Pit Perry Pembo. Yeah, I I'm, remember. I'm impressed, actually. You can't, you can't, listen, this guy can't pronounce <laughs> one Asian name, but he can say that. It was a good Not book. one Asian name, but he can say that. It was a good book. You remember that? He I fell did. down a well, but nobody could save him because his name was so goddamn long, and that's why everybody went by, like, Lee or Jong or Mong by then. Because they were like, look, we had this guy named Ricky Ticketimbo, Noso Rembo, Terry Bucci, Pit Perry Pembo, and he fell down a well. Nobody could goddamn save him because everybody fucking stopped listening halfway through the, every time we tried to say his name. Chris, you missed it. We were telling he, he said that perfectly, and I said, I don't get it. This guy can't pronounce one Asian name, yeah. but he can say that perfectly. <laughs> Twice. What was the Twice. name? I'm just saying in general, any Asian name he can't say. I was, saying, say I was saying, and I'll say it for a third time, Ricky Tiki Tembo, No Sir Rambo, Terry Berry Bucci, Pit Perry Pembo. Yeah. It was a good oh book. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was <laughs> Look. It was the last book he read. It was not the last one. <laughs> it's probably one of the first ones. It was a good one. But, the last um, book he read was Everybody Poops. Yes. Well. And Holes. Giggity. But I'll tell you the next one that we got here on the list, which is Rogue Squadron, which is by Wonder Woman 1984's director, Patty Jenkins. She had a nice long video to where she was talking about her father, who was the air fi- uh, fighter pilot, 
Um, and this is exactly what Rogue Squadron is going to be. It's not going to be directly tied to the game. It's not going to have anything to do with the game at all. But this is going to be all about X-Wing fighter pilots. And it's set to take flight in December 25th, 2023. So you got the series now about just X-Wing pilots. We got this next one with Taika Waititi. They're giving him his own movie to develop in Star Wars. No word on what it is or any other kind of details, but it will likely take the release date of December 25th of 2025. And like I said, IG-11, Taika here, he had the classic role. I don't care if it's just an IG series, a whole bunch of IG murder bots in a movie just murking people on Order 66 or some shit. That'd be great. We're just bounty hunting uh, Jedi after uh, after the Order. Just a whole bunch of them. I think Taika, whatever he sets to do, would really have fun in a, the Star Wars universe. And what we're going to see, I don't think we're really ready. I think he's going to Thor Ragnarok it, just like what he does with uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I think we're going to have a lot of, you know, a lot of creative stuff going on here with Taika in this Star Wars movie. Um, next one they have is a droid story, which is will introduce a new hero guided by our two favorite droids, R2-D2 and C-3PO, on a secret mission known only by them. It's a weird name, new hero. Yeah. It's probably like no one from uh, the Odyssey. <laughs> you know, it's actually like a name. It's just like new hero. Oh, new hero. All right, come it's, over here. It's a buddy cop show. You know, <laughs> R2-D2 swears a lot. <laughs> I always imagine R2-D2 swearing a lot. I imagine him like the Sam ja- uh, the Samuel L. Jackson. You know what I mean? Just a whole lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, um, but they're always censoring him. Like, they're keeping the man down. Yeah. You know what? That's why he only talks in beeps. It's nothing but curses. It's nothing but curses. He talks in curses, and it's just like Disney, like, nope, you can't say that. No. And that's what it is now. It's just the man keeping him down. So <laughs> they, we'll, they changed that to a 14-second delay. Yeah, we'll find out more on the, on that story. But the next one is The Bad Batch. They have a trailer here for The Bad Batch that they show off, um, which takes place after the Clone Wars. So this is the gang of ex-clone troopers trying to make it in a, you know, post-Republic world. And uh, they're, you know, mercenaries. Um, the uh, Agent May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who was in Mando, her character in Mando is confirmed to be in the Bad Batch. So we're going to see her in there. So we're going to have a little mercenary action in there, which is nice. We're having adding continuity, you know. Um, and just the whole Bad Batch, when they released that on the seventh final season of Clone Wars, that was so fantastic. That was such a great idea. Um, speaking of Clone Wars, um, Connor's loving um, the first season right now. So he's he's just repeat. He loves the robots. He just is like, Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, Bad yeah. Batch is set to premiere 2021, so Connor will be well up to date by then, and he will be Oh, yeah, yeah, we're bleeding through that right now. The bla- the oh, we got to have audio of him saying, Roger, Roger. Oh, that's another we one need, added we on We need that list. now. We yeah. need that audio. I need that as a clip to have him say Hold just on, hold like, on, he's going to get him. You know, like, 
and then Roger, Roger. And, uh, now hey, we got so a new You want to say Roger, Roger into the mic like the robots do? Ready? Three, two. No, we didn't get it. It completely you muted cut yourself, out. Chris. You just muted yourself while he said it. Good job. Roger, Roger. No, 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 no. One more. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. There we go. All right. All right. Now I have my clip. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. So the outside of this beautiful trailer for the Bad Batch, we also have Star, the next one, which is Star Wars Visions. This is an original series of animated short films, which celebrate the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best anime creators. They're going to have 10 films. And uh, it's going to set to premiere on Disney Plus in 2021. So 10 films of a pure, uh, you know, honest Japanese view. How do of... they pick the best? Is there a contest? Well, it's probably just the top. You get, like, uh, the guy who's doing, like, My Hero Academia and some Attack on Titan, some of the top anime producers. Okay. And you get them to be like, hey, man, we want you to do Star Wars. You know, and having their specific take on it will be definitely an interesting, you know, uh, type of feel to it, you know? So, the Star Wars Galaxy will be expanding in uh, 2021, and I'm just uh, happy to see all of that happening. Like the next story, Marvel Studios. Well, they're going to let you catch up. All right, they're going to have a a new series called Legends, and it's going to release, no, the one above that, the one about the story above that. This one? Can you send the the stories? I can in the future. I can't right now. Marvel Legends is essentially a new series launching on the Disney Plus, which is going to... Review everything that you've already known. And it's just Breathing. playing catch up. You know, they're going to start off with Wanda and Vision. It's going to be two episodes that pop off before that. Uh, Friday, January 8th, 2021 is when the first one is going to premiere. And it's uh, one week ahead of the highly anticipated premiere of WandaVision. So they're going to give you a nice little refresher on the characters since it's been a whole year without Marvel movies, and they assume that you have not watched Disney Plus at all. Not like they track that. Oh, the internet the... doesn't track anything, right? No, no, no. Yeah. Your, your information okay. is safe in a vault. You don't have any kind Just of... Just like Apple, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so... Fans will have that to look forward to. The series will give fans an in-depth look at the individual MCU characters while also revisiting some of their iconic moments. The first two episodes are expected to center around Wanda Maximoff and Vision, their interconnected path across the MCU that led them both to where they are at the start of the show. All right, so I can add something into this as far as just like a perspective. Yeah. It's easier to get everybody on the same page if you assume that no one has watched anything. You can you can play the assumed reality card to a certain extent and and play it with the 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 preface of if you watched the previous shit, awesome. If you didn't, no no don't worry. Just start right here and keep going. 
That sounds like pretend like I'm dumb with extra steps. Fake it till you make it. Without saying it, though. Okay. Okay. It's so, so, yeah, it, it, you you have to allow the new audience to start somewhere to get them the, to get their toes wet. So if they choose to go and watch the entire catalog in chronological order, like Connor and I just did, yeah, we can. But you got to get you, you got to wet their taste buds Giggity. to enjoy that content. Giggity indeed. Yeah. And uh, Legend celebrates and codifies what has come before revisits the epic heroes and villains from and moments from across the MCU in preparation for the highly anticipated stories still to come. And, Sounds like a clip show. Yeah, essentially. <clears throat> and uh, Remember when they had them in the 90s? Before they had content. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they had time to fill. They had like four clip shows. Remember the last four episodes? Here's clips. <laughs> well, let's get on to the next one because this is what they're pretty much leading you on to, which is the future of the MCU. And going into the first story, well, of course, scroll down, it's going to be the first family. Of course, the Fantastic Four is going to have a movie. Now, we're all hoping for uh Emily, the sevens to play the flame emily blunt um john krasinski um but there's been some other rumors on casting so i just got to trust the marvel casting on this and i think they're we're, we may Quite finally good. get a good fantastic four movie because we have spider-man homecoming director john watts and i'm pretty sure he did the second one uh far from home as well he directed that one. So with that kind of, you know, those kind of credentials under your belt there, I kind of feel like he has the right sense of how a superhero movie should be done. So maybe we can get a good Fantastic Four MCU movie. We get a nice Reed Richards in there and build up to a new Illuminati. Obviously. Do you don't think that the rise of the Silver Surfer at all was good? I mean, Silver Surfer was good. Galactus was shit. The... You know, yeah. I mean, the plot yeah. was shit, but I mean, the Silver Surfer was cool. He was good. He he. It was not his fault. I don't blame him at all. Him at all. You know, it's like Watchmen. You know, th- that'd be like blaming you for me doing a shitty podcast. I can't. I can't blame him. You're the Silver Surfer. I can't blame you. I'm I'm Sir Sir Wilson. I'm Lord Wilson. <laughs> Lord Wilson, the Silver, the Silver Surfer. Surfer. Lord Wilson of Twitchy. Lord Wilson of Twitchy. The Silver of Surf. <laughs> we have a new we name and a t-shirt. Our Lords. And the name of we gave you a, a Shakespearean title. Um, that's where we're going with this. Hopefully that's Jesus not where the fan tours. And we knighted you with a... <laughs> Sir Jesus, come on. <laughs> Darth Jesus, I prefer. Um, <laughs> that's right. Darth Jesus, calm yes. down. Calm down. <laughs> but our next story. He's standing next to Mr. Radar. Our next one is not something to calm down about, but it's something well known. Captain Marvel 2 details emerge that Candyman director Naya DaCosta uh, is officially joining the sequel as director. Uh, Carol Danvers will have some help this time, saying that Monica Rambo and Kamala Khan. Ms. Marvel herself will be joining the movie opening in late 2022. 
So I got to imagine, especially with the way this MCU is developing, that they're not going to be the only ones added to this roster or this movie. Especially with all the rooms and casting. Did you say Candyman director? Yeah. N-I-A-D-A-C-O-S-T-A. DaCosta. DaCosta. Nia DaCosta. Is is Tony Todd going to be in it? I don't know. He may. Depends. (laughs) But definitely Kamala Khan. uh, I'm on Vanala. And she has her own series. I'm in Vanala is Kamala Khan, which is actually, if you scroll down, they have a scissor reel here of some first footage of the Ms. Marvel series. So they have a nice little tease here. Scissor footage? Yeah, they call it scissor footage. I don't know why, but it's pretty much footage. Kevin Feige is Kamala Khan and Ms. Marvel? Is that what you just said? As. As. As Ms. Uh, Marvel, yeah. I thought you said Kamala Khan and Ms. Marvel were si- Scissors. No, Village. no, Scissor Damn, Sisters wrong, with that. They're the same person. Wrong podcast? That, that's the wrong podcast, but it's also, they're the same person. Wrong, so that's, wrong genre. I know. You I can't know. scissor. Um, well, that would be <laughs> masturbation. Wrong repairman sitting on a copier. We're on the wrong character to be joking about that. <laughs> this is a 16-year-old Pakistani girl who can end bigot. Back away slowly. Put your hands <laughs> in the air. I don't want any trouble at all. Hi, my name is Chris Hansen from Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> but especially the uh, knock at my door. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, like we see here, the footage. I'm oh, sorry. I have to. I have to kind of take this one. So, I played Xbox Call of Duty on the 360. And I had a friend whose legitimate Xbox gamer tag was Chris Hansen. So when everybody would join the room on Modern Warfare, you would see the sketchy people drop off the lobby. (laughs) (laughs) Once they noticed that they saw Chris Hansen 06 (laughs) in the Call of Duty lobby. So (laughs) like, is that guy from Dateline? And then you would just see, and then they would exit out of the lobby. That was hilarious. So here we see a little bit of the footage that I've been looping back on, but it screams right out of the comic pages of Kamala Khan, her actual, uh, you know, love for the superheroes and Captain Marvel. It just feels everything superhero about this movie to where with WandaVision, I feel we're getting more kind of, you know, House of M mixed with sitcom and going through to where with, this they're getting a little bit more serious with Ms. Marvel. Now, speaking of WandaVision, we have another trailer for WandaVision as well here. Um which it they call this uh what did they call this trailer? I forget what Um I have breaking I have breaking news unless you already spoke about it during the podcast. What's that? We were talking about Star Wars a lot. Yeah. And did you see the news about Boba Fett? Yes, oh, the yeah, original yeah. Boba it. Fett okay. actor. Um, I don't. I didn't know if you guys already t- talked. Yeah, about the, it. he he died of uh, at seventy five. Which R.I.P. That was that's a great loss. You know, we we lost Lord yeah, Vader through that article in the in the family chat. Yeah, we, well, we just lost Lord Vader, I believe, uh, last week or the week before yes, that, we and now we lost Boba Fett as well. Um, not to go on down. Note we're not going to believe in. We're not going to be uh, losing uh, Darth Jesus, though. So we're good. Thank you. 
Now, here in the WandaVision, uh, fans will notice that we just saw a little bit of Monica Rambo from Swords. So, Monica Rambo is going to be a a prominent character in this little Phase 5 kickoff here, at least on the TV series-wise, because we see her here. We know she's going to be in Captain Marvel in the movies. So, that integration between movie and TV series is still going to be very big. Like I said, this is very sitcom but in this, you you get more of a sense of her power because she is creating vision and all of this in this world and every, everything around it to where this is the perfect excuse for them to bring in mutants. But I, I think that, honestly, if you're going to bring in mutants, you wait until She-Hulk and you introduce Wolverine and She-Hulk. And then you have Mark Ruffalo's Hulk and Wolverine facing off, which is straight out of the comics, uh, Incredible Hulk 180 and 182, uh, 181. Or 181 and 182. It is amazing. And that's what that was the first introduction of Wolverine, so that's where I say dip that little nod Easter egg in there, have Wolverine introduced in the She-Hulk uh, fighting up against Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Give us an, an actual comic you know, trusted, incredible Hulk. And this series coming January 15th is going to be the first one in this nice, long Marvel line because the next story also has another trailer of Falcon and, no, same thing, Winter Soldier right down there. Um, I saw the trailer for this. It is awesome. I can't wait to where the first one looks very interesting and campy a little bit. The Falcon Winter Soldier starts off with Steve Rogers, and you see Sam really understanding the weight of that shield, and he's trying to explain it to Bucky in the opening moments. And this just looks so captivating between this is a buddy. This is the buddy cop film, all right? This is the buddy cop show. This is you got Falcon and Winter Soldier. You have their it's Marvel's dynamic. version of Tango and Cash. Yes, you have their whole, you know, friends that really don't like each other but still get along. Dynamic to where they just constantly, you know, make jokes well, at each they, other. They, they may not get along, but they still work well together. That's because the they difference. have to take down Baron Zemo, and still they're going. They have to compete against agent uh the u.s agent which is the u.s government's replacement for captain america so we have a lot of stuff in here to where we saw zemo he tried to pass off as uh the mandarin and they're like nah, actually i'm just a crazy fuck and now we get to see him as baron zemo in the falcon winter soldier and here we see sam classic kind of Falcon moment where he's just expertly avoiding missiles being shot at him all the way around. I mean, he was in the military, so in that suit, so I think he's probably very familiar with it. And he's also ambidextrous. We're not talking about his sexual preferences. What we are talking about is the next trailer, which is Loki. We get a little clip here of Loki and uh, the series will shows up uh, with the trailer being described as a crime thriller taking place after the events of Avengers Endgame. So here we see the Endgame footage. We have Loki watching Ant-Man and Tony, you know, kind of kick it, uh, really fuck up their time heist here with Hulk. And then 
Loki pops out of the picture, says, bye, bitch, and pops off in the time stream here to a different, I'm assuming, universe. In his, uh, he now went to Dune. Multiverse. Yeah, he went to Dune, and he was starting hanging out. So Loki, yeah, and we see him here just kind of meeting up with people, uh, meeting up with the indigenous people. He's going down here now. The thing here that I want to point out is he is in the elevator with Owen Wilson. So Owen Wilson is part of the TVA, which I'm assuming is some kind of time varying agency, some kind of formal agency that's just there to kind of muck about with and lock up anybody that's kind of messing with the time stream. So they have that kind of multiverse police, you know, crime thriller, Loki. Obviously he's going to be part of the crime. Maybe this is where we see the female Loki. He meets up with himself, her, him, herself, herself. Yes. Wow. So I think that this is an option that, not many people thought they wanted a Loki show, but especially after watching this trailer with the TVA, and you're like, all right, Loki, what are you getting into here? You know, there's a lot of different stuff. Um, there's a lot of different news. If you want to watch the full trailer, just go click on The Verge. Hop on out of this into the next one because Black Panther 2, Kevin Feige announced that it, they will not be replacing Chadwick Boseman in the movie. And he says, to honor the legacy that Chad, uh, the Chad had helped us build through the portrayal of the King of Wakanda, we want to uh, continue to explore the world of Wakanda and all of the rich, uh, varied characters introduced in the first film. Ryan Coogler is still set to direct a sequel, which hits July 8, 2022. And obviously, there's a lot of talk of Siri. Shiri. Siri? Not Siri. Not the Apple hey, Siri, thing. but Siri, like in the comics, donning the Black Man, uh, Black Panther title. Hey, Siri, Google Pajanger. Um, the, it will. <laughs> <clears throat> and I think that's a good route, you know, especially if you have like a Namor kind of uh, battle in there because they kind of hinted to that in Endgame. I think that there's Black Panther 2 could still be a real, uh, you know, big wheelhouse there. And uh, especially since, you know, they're not just going to recast him and, and like, Aunt Viv in Fresh Prince Bel-Air, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the next one I'm all equally excited about because She-Hulk will be a comedy. The, Com- Hulk, the Hulk is written underneath. She- yeah. Yeah. She-Hulk. It's green. Um, the It'll be a comedy coming to the plus. And will officially star Tatiana Maslany, even though she flat out said, I don't know what you're talking about. Get away from me, you creeper. I NDA. probably added the last part. NDA. Um, yeah, but that's she wanted her job. That's what NDA. it was. She just wanted her job. Nothing. She had even me kind of like, man, maybe she isn't going to be She-Hulk. But no, she's she going to be Jennifer almost Walters. had you fooled. Yeah, she's going to be Jennifer Walters, oh, a.k.a. Yeah. the She-Hulk, a lawyer who specializes in superhuman-oriented legal cases. The series will also include Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, Tim Roth as the Abomination, so we finally get to see a little tie-in from the original Ed Norton Hulk movie. The 08 movie, yeah. And we get to see the Abomination, which Tim Roth 
love that guy from Reservoir Dogs to Lie to Me and even to the end of that Incredible Hulk movie. There's an great. amazing movie that is like an un like a like a hidden gem. I recommend Legend of Sixteen Hundred for anybody to watch. He is amazing in that movie. Okay, but I'm really excited for the She Hulk, and like I said, give me Wolverine introduced in there with him going up against Hulk. Man, that would be just legendary. And then just interconnect it with the movies, you know, because you don't have a release date on She-Hulk yet that they uh, that they announced. The next one is Hawkeye. We've obviously been seeing a bunch of pictures of this with Haley Steinfeld as uh, Kate Bishop and Jeremy Renner's in there as well, as well as Lucky the Pizza Dog. We got a lot of a really great series there. And Ant-Man, the next one, Mania was announced as the title for Ant-Man 3. And Jonathan Majors will be Kang the Conqueror. Supposedly, I would assume, the next big, bad Marvel villain that we're really going to see. Because Kang the Conqueror, coming from the future, because the Avengers constantly foiled his plans, figures, fuck it, I'm going to eliminate him at the source right here in time. And this is where they're going to come. He's coming after Ant-Man in the quantum realm. And now we're going to get to see Kang and all that, especially with, you know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly. Amazing cast right there with Ant-Man. That is going to be an amazing movie that you definitely want to see in theaters. If they ever open. Again. Yes. But next one, Moon Knight. Um, it's n- it was not confirmed that Oscar Isaac is going to be your Moon Knight. He, Kevin Feige is still playing coy, but you know it was uh, briefly brought up by Kevin Feige, the director Muhammad Dabi in the live action adventure uh, features a complex vigilante who suffers from a dissociative identity disorder, multiple uh, multiple identities who live inside him, including a playboy. I feel like Moon Knight is not a very popular character that like, a not. lot of people know. Not a lot of people um, do know Moon Knight, but it was their answer to Batman at the time. He is he's a badass character though. He is. His different his different personalities help him be a crime fighter in different ways. So yeah. especially even like they eventually add in the Egyptian god iconography in there to where, you know, you have the Egyptian god, you have the playboy, you have the mercenary and all of them help him be the best vigilante. And he's just so he's crazy. Can I can I add into this one is so we Oscar Isaac ha, is also tapped to do solid stake potentially. Yeah. So do you think the characters can kind of bleed to each other and he'll give the same performance? Yeah, that is a risk. That is a that risk. Is a huge risk. Especially with Solid I could see a similarity between Solid Snake and Moon Knight being, you know, something a cause for concern, you know? Something it's a little bit too close to where you may not get the best performance out of him, but it's Oscar Isaac. I'm not doubting that he couldn't do it. It's he's just hot. a matter of he's hot in Hollywood you know, right now. He's getting a lot of the roles, man. Yeah, but you know when you when when you're delivering the same performance, though, that's that's the risk. And I mean, Moon Knight and Solid Snake could be that, that was anything on the uh, on the TV in the early 2000s. Just the same thing regurgitated. But you know, I mean, Moon Knight is definitely going to add something in there. Well, that not in the 2000s, we had Randy Macho Man Savage in the first Spider-Man movie. So I'm just saying. 
One thing that not a lot of people were looking for is this next one, which is Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, slated for Disney Plus during the 2022 holiday season, written by James Gunn. Not Kevin Gunn. No. Um, He's a little bit too busy helping run MMR. Um, Who will help? uh, He will make the special uh, while filming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is in... Uh, going into production late next year. So the next one would be the What If, which is obviously the animated series, which is focusing on the different heroes in the different form of the multiverse, zombie, you know, zombie Captain America and all that. Um, Secret Invasion, Nick Fury series. This is the Nick Fury series, Secret Invasion, which is really excited. It's going to have Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn as the scroll Talos, so coming straight out of that original Captain Marvel film, now we're going to get into the Secret Invasion, which is a really interesting comic line. All the the scrolls are trying to invade Earth and replace Earth as their home. So they're now trying to replace everybody with scrolls. That was what Captain Marvel was hunting, and that's why she beat up the old lady in the original movie. So it's once again, give me anything Samuel L. Jackson, but if I could see Samuel L. Jackson punching an old lady in the face, I think that series is a plus. I think it's a real Agreed. Win. Agreed. I know you're a scroll, motherfucker! Boom! Yeah, I was going to say, as long as he calls her a motherfucker. <laughs> yes, it has to be. Motherfucker! Bow. But it gets... The, 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 the end part of that statement gets, gets encapsulated in the punch. Yeah. So he can still say it, but it gets, it gets self-censored. <laughs> You could even have that like that line he did, like last per- I, last person I trust, I lost this eye, and then you just see the cat look at him like, yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> you know, you could bring a lot in there, but Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, Christian Bale has been announced as Gore, the God Butcher, and uh, he will also we will also see Tessa Thompson, Chris Pratt, Star Lord. That should really be interesting with him. Christian Bale is a method actor. Oh, he's going to go out and kill gods now. <laughs> he's killing Zeus as we speak. That's, you know. Okay. Boy. Okay. Yeah. No, he, he went full out like, well, he's killing. He already killed Odin. Loki. He's in witness protection. You know, Christian Bale is already well in that. Um, he's getting in the character there. Someone follow that guy around with the camera. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Blade. Where is Medusa? <laughs> Blade. Is not much has been announced with that. They just announced that, you know, yeah, it's coming. Announcements are coming soon. Under Ali's take, it's going to be awesome. Oh, absolutely. I would even love if they had, uh, you know, Wesley Snipes come back in that. That would be great. Ironheart, uh, starring Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. And she will have her own show now. Uh, The next one is Armor Wars, starring Don Cheadle as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, and will show Tony's worst fear come to life. What happens if his armor falls into the wrong hands? Fans are hoping that Will Hammer Industries CEO Justin Hammer or Sam Rockwell will make a return in the series. We'll have to see. Um, The next one is the I Am Groot series uh, for Disney+. Plus. It'll be original shorts with Baby Tree Groot. So, I Am Groot? 
Yeah. We'll have that. I am Groot. A whole lot of I am Groots. The next story may have a bunch of people happy, I would hope. Aliens. Uh, the Alien series in the works at FX with Noah Hawley. Uh, the FX boss, John Lundgraf, made an official uh, made official what has been out there for some time. The cable network is quickly moving to make the series based on the hit 20th Century Fox movie franchise, Alien, with Fargo and Legion creator Noah Hawley. Uh, stepping into uh, the creator and EP chair with the network in advanced talks with the franchise helmers ridley scott to join as executive producer lundgraf announced the news about the alien series today during the Invis- disney investor day so it was during that four-hour phone call long phone call i'm sure uh, you know ridley scott probably caught a couple z's there but the series is billed as being the first alien story set on earth and will blend the timeless horror of the original 1979 movie and the nonstop action of the 1986 James Cameron directed second. So, are you excited for an alien movie on FX? Now, FX, they had Legion. They did Legion well. They do a lot of their shows extremely well. Like, the stuff that comes out of that network. Is I'm not going to like it because Sigourney Weaver isn't in it. Well, you don't know that yet. It could be a surprise. Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, I will give it a, you know, a watch. You know, I will put that yeah. in my watch bucket. But, you know, I'll go in expecting nothing. Look, I went in and watched Hellstorm, uh, a, like three episodes of that first season. Thank God it's not getting the second. So I will watch. I will give you at least two or three episodes. I mean, yeah. Alien, yes. You are a classic <laughs> franchise, of course. You, if, I can especially, guarantee, though, it's, it's like you're going to, like, you can't, like Chris said, you can't go and expect it to be like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Yeah. yeah. You've got to go and expect it. With the medium and the way it is now, do you kind of do, because I feel that aliens, the story of aliens can be told better in a cinematic format versus a small time TV show because yeah. you have to have those certain beats <laughs> or the alternative is, is create you know, a show that kind of runs parallel with a opposite side story of a video game franchise. So you have the two contents merge. Yeah. Um, Cause the, 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 the story of aliens can be better told through playing an actual video game of that content. It's just the, yeah. the way the medium or the way the content is pre- presented to you, it can be better absorbed through that. Yeah, we'll have to see how this one goes. But I'll tell you, one place you'll f- probably find the original source content, well, that's the next story, which is, of course, the Game and DVD Exchange over at 23 yeah. East 8th Street Media PA with our buddy Mark. And you walk in the door, and he will say, Broski. And, of course, he will also mention to you that Kelly and I are twins. True story. <laughs> And, of course, he will also say that Chris is secretly growing his hair back. I know it. Yeah. 
And, of course, he will also point you over to the $5 wall, where everything is $5 from games to Blu-ray. You will find everything over there, as well as everything from retro to new. Remember, there are no more Spider-Man 3s. No more Spider case of Spider-Man 3s, so you, you won't be Look able elsewhere. to do that. Go to but, but you can get yeah. Shaq Fu there. You can get Shaq Fu. You can get Shaq Fu. You can get the uh, Resident Evil uh, chainsaw controller. You can get a whole bunch right of uh, a whole bunch of stuff over there, including Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and everything that you want. So we want you to hop over there to support local businesses. Where's my PS5s? Definitely ask Mark where his PS5s are, and he'll say, "Broski, don't have them." Sell ya <laughs> PS3 and a PS2. Yeah, Broski, <laughs> Broski. Yeah. In other news. In other news, we have... Uh, With reverb. Yeah. Our last story, 14 biggest trailers of the uh, Game Awards 2020. We won't go through all of them. Uh, Master Chief on Fortnite comes out of a freezer. We don't have to worry about that one. Among Us, they have some new content. Keep going. Uh, it takes Among two. Among Us came out for Nintendo Switch. We should all play. Yes. It takes two, which is essentially a couple who are going through a psychedelic experience to where they think they are like string creatures. It's kind of, this book is really tormenting them into some weird couples counseling. And it's just a really amazing okay. visual experience along with, you know, it's a co-op. So it's along with like the, the, the vein of like army of two to where you had to have another buddy in there with you going through to really optimize that. Now I'm sure they still have that AI that is probably Semi. So remind, it's reminiscent of like a James and the Giant Peach, Tim Burton-esque kind of yeah. game as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly along that lines to where, you know, like there, you see the happy, well, happy couple then, now. Or, or Tim Schafer's like I would say, if you're going to go that route, Chris, you'd say more like Coraline because that's like they go to that other psychedelic world. Yeah. Yeah, Psycho, Psychonauts and Tim Schafer and Double Fine. Yes, yeah, definitely like Psychonauts. Psychonauts is definitely... And, a little bit like I almost want to say like a little big planet kind of a feel in this in the looks to it, but it does look interesting. Um, the next one is what is that? We can skip that. That's some bullshit. I don't know. Open Roads is literally just a story about a road trip, and she has a key in a book. I I don't know. It's some kind of artistic thing. Not a lot of big heavy hitters here. Um, this it's one art. This one's a big heavy hitter because. Uh, Seth Roth is coming to Smash Brothers. Yes, Seth Roth. So yeah, you're going to be able to smash around with him. I'm the best. Final. Yes, Final Fantasy Seven. Great game, great game, better than six. I mean, I wouldn't know. I've heard. Me up. I've heard people say <laughs> that that's their favorite Final Fantasy. I mean, I know our our better than six. <clears throat> Sorry. Our Lord of Dark, uh, Silver Surferdom, Mr. Wilson, likes seven over six. I will say that. Um, this one is interesting. This is uh, made by the Left 4 Dead studio. Um, it is Back for Blood. It's essentially another, mo another kind of game Dead. just like Left 4 Dead. It's a co-op zombie game. You go through shooting a bunch of zombies. There's a bunch of uh, it's a it's a 
different kind of game that I think a lot of people have really forgotten about to where it had its moment in the sun. Now really kind of battle royale really stands out, but there's still a place for co-op shooters, especially when it's done this well. You have your nice guns here, and especially if you have a good group in the co-op, there's a lot of stuff that you can get done and still have a lot of fun with the gameplay, especially with the great graphics here. You have some nice big baddies and scaling conflict to where the graphics look great, but coming into this next-gen console you know, generation, you're going to have to get either a PC or one either Xbox, you know, PlayStation, something like that that has the capability of these new next-gen graphics to really appreciate it. This one, uh, Costello Pro... Uh, yes. Callist, the Callisto Protocol. It's supposed to be like Dead Space. It's spiritual su- uh, successor. And it's it looks interesting. It's very, you know... You know, you're not really going to get any kind of, you know, gameplay feel for this. But cinematically, the dark feel, you have the weird light-up bar on the back of his neck looking like the Energizer Bunny, uh, like a 90s battery. Really referencing the 90s here today. But Dead Space, very popular game, especially if you're coming up uh, with something that is equally horrifying and, you know, in the same kind of aspect. This one is a game that a lot of players have a soft spot for, Perfect Dark. We got a trailer for Perfect Dark out of the game show, which is not something a lot of people were looking for, but it is very resonant with the Expecting time that we Expecting no, today. but... You know, yes. I mean, the trailer, it's, you know, from space, the change of climate, and he sees, you know, the everything in the world changing, but of course, Cairo, Egypt, perfectly fine. And they zoom in there, and it's starting to go through the whole kind of technologically advanced world, still very corporately controlled, and so it's that kind of a base for the game. But, you know, I mean, Perfect Dark, you can't go wrong with that. Um, Dark Age, uh, Dragon Age, we got another trailer out of that. Uh, essentially just kind of like a cinematic teaser saying that this here you know, shaping the the whole mood for the story. Your hero is going to be the next chosen one and you're going to save everyone or you're an evil bastard and you're going to die in hell. Okay. All right. Uh, next, next one. Mass Effect N7 <laughs> Protocol Engaged. We have here, now they did say this opening moment with the two galaxies is very symbolic to where it's going to tie into the game. Maybe we are going to be able to travel between the original Mass Effect galaxy and the Andromeda galaxy. I would really like to see that. So this, from what I've heard of it, it is looking like it's going to be another Andromeda title, but maybe they can expand on it to where we can get an actual really good story and tie in everything that we know and, you know, bring everything together. and Find the Quarians. Yeah, it doesn't look good for this arc because during it they were saying arc six and there was a terrible disaster. Now, during Andromeda, I do believe they said that they lost communication with some of the arcs. So this could be just highlighting that storyline, which is why I'm still kind of pushing towards uh, Andromeda as being a focus for this new Mass Effect. What are your thoughts, Kelly and Chris? Um, so my thoughts are that, I mean, I, 
I dropped it. It was a letdown for for all intended purposes. But in the trailer at the end, we see the character pick up the little piece of the N7. Right. So that could bring like, back hope as opposed to the Andromeda letdown. And they could really bring back the series, you know? You know, well, you know, what if they show that, like, you know, Shepard had an offspring and it, it was just never described because they the thought The illegitimate love child of Shepard? Yes, yes. And he just follows in his father's footsteps that, that were, or, this, or, or mother's footsteps or whatever, in this whatever day and age, gender you played. Do you think we can get away with that? I don't know. Yeah, we could. The next, story, <laughs> the next story is interesting because I never knew anybody was asking for it, but there's going to be an arc too, and it's going to have Vin Diesel. Vin, Vin Diesel dinosaur. Now, they had a whole trailer for this one, which was Vin Diesel running around uh, and a T-Rex trying to eat him, and he ends up getting away. But Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy that he's actually doing because he, he is a hardcore gamer. Oh, and yeah. to, the, to the to the point where he even invested his own money, built a studio just to make Chronicles of Riddick yeah. on the 360, which is a phenomenal it game. It is a phenomenal oh, game. It's fantastic. Oh my god, yeah. That's why I really hope that fan uh, Fast and the Furious game that he makes. I really I wish them luck. I really think they should focus on graphics more. More, 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 more. Because the last thing you showed us was not impressive. But what was it? Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Amazing. Amazing game. And if you can get that, I'm sure you can get that on, you know, any of the modern consoles. But that is definitely worth the playthrough. Season is a very artistic game that they announced. Um, it's not very, uh, you know, f- not very clear as what the hell you're supposed to be doing. It's Looks like along, along it's the just, same lines of like a dreams because. Yeah. Dreams on PS4 has um... <laughs> the sponsorship is brought to you by Sprite. <laughs> uh, oh, he's so cute. Another thing that is adorable is the look of Flight Simulator on Xbox Series X and XS consoles. Full screen this bitch because this is really the whole reason why I went with this story because it looks fantastic in 4K. The other one was uh, you did it on 4K. Didn't you? you played this in 4K. 4K. Yeah, I played it on my PC in 4K. Now, my God! Now for the consoles, this is just mass appeal for 4K in this game because if you want to know what the you know graphical qualities are, why not? And of the this first next thing gen you're going to do, is why would fly you not? Over your house. Why would you not play Flight Simulator? And yeah, you'll fly over your house. <laughs> but this is, I will say, looking game. This game is amazing. If it's just, it, it's just one of those things to just enjoy, sit back, relax, kind of chill. But playing, you know, doing a flight path uh, from L.A. to Philly when the sun is coming up is. Yeah. Gorgeous! Oh, man. it's amazing. It's really what you play this for, you know. I remember playing the original uh, flight simulator on my dad's computer, and it was very basic, bitch. This is a yeah. It's a, it, that was a two eighty six there, sir. Two eighty six, motherfucker. This is a completely <laughs> different experience. You know, it's all about the Pentiums, baby. You know, <laughs> this has me like 
I'm saying, like, look, big brother, hook up your sticks. Let's fucking stream some air. Pull out the warthog. Pull out some gameplay of this amazing looking game. My God. Isn't there a way to make it? Because I haven't tried it. Isn't there a way to make it so it's like realistic timing, too? Yeah, you could do it realistic timing. You can actually do that time of day. You could set it. To, to real life air uh like, air i wonder controls. if there's people that like fly across the country and like literally for hours like, fly across do. the country yeah <laughs> people do and just like just like a regular pilot there's give me pilot. endurance flying it. races give me like california to shanghai california to california race. all the way around go <laughs> around the world in 80 days virtual edition he had his bedpan in hand and IV drip. He is ready to go for the around the world streaming marathon. Sponsored by the Twitchy Wilson Show. Yes. Um, but I really thought that that was a really, really great, um, beautiful game. Because not many people are like, ah, flight simulator, whatever. It's another sim. This is a beautiful sim. So I definitely wanted to highlight that before we get into, of course, our end segment. Which wait before you do that? Yes, I had one thing I wanted to say. So it's it's a little off subject. John Wick. Okay. Are you guys huge wait. fans of John Wick? I haven't watched it. I do yeah, want to watch it. it because we need. Let to me do tell a you why. On it. Because they make you pay for it. Yeah. So if only we had a god if, of the internet. If it was on Netflix, and I'm not gonna watch the second one without watching the first one. Yeah. I gotta watch the first one, and they want me to pay for that one. So. You can get it on like Amazon Video for like two bucks. I don't have two bucks. What if I don't have two bucks or I'm a cheap motherfucker? All right. Well, (laughs) we could sidebar this conversation for after the show. Yes. If what I I was going to say is John Wick. If there was a like, I feel like it's going in the direction like how Star Wars did, where they can go anywhere with it now. Oh yeah. Like they added so many characters, and like. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character. They could do a whole prequel of him, of like where he came from, where John Wick was uh, in that one faction with the, the Russian chick. I forget her name. Um, they could do a whole prequel with that. I feel like they. I feel like they could go so many different directions with that movie, with those movie series, and keep it going for a long time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's getting big enough where it's going to be. It's going to be not as big as Star Wars was, but it's a whole separate genre. I'll movie, have to watch but... it. I'll have to watch it. Oh, but it's definitely worth the watch. We did also yeah. report that they were going to be shooting four and five like back to back. Four is already set in two, for 2022. Yeah, so they're going to be doing like filming the movies like back to back, almost like you know pure Keanu Reeves style, just like they did with like Matrix. 2022. When you watch it, you'll have a new respect for, because he does all his stunts. You'll have a new respect for for Keanu Reeves and the way he... Yeah, there's videos of Keanu on the shooting range like doing the full cover, uh, you know, cover. Even Halle Berry, the one with Halle Berry and him on it too. But did he pull a Tom Cruise? Did he pull a Tom Cruise and like snap his ankle while doing a stunt? I thought yeah, you meant. I thought you meant. Out of a car and got really hurt. You. Oh, oh, okay. Well, all right then. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to watch that. In fact, he got hit by like three or four cars in one scene within. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, now I have a newfound respect for my hey, already. To... That, 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 that was that was two. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch that. But 
the end segment. It's the end of the year. Um, we haven't worked and out our holiday. And it's also very cyberpunkish, by the way. Yeah, we haven't worked yes. out our holiday schedule, but I wanted to do an end of the year. Um, top ten lists are coming out all over the place, but I figured, fuck it, each of us could think of three things that we liked of this year. So it's the top of the year, Ma, the top of the year end segment, which is. Can I go first? Game, the coronavirus was fun. Game, movie, TV series, no coronavirus. Oh, okay. Can I go Ke- first? Kelly, go ahead and take the reins. Oh, okay. Game for me has got to be it's got to be Warzone. Okay. Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Just because for me is it's with the new seasons. There's always new guns being added. There's always new things. I, I did tournaments with it this year. I played with Chris. I yeah. play, I've met people. Like I play with people on there now that like that I didn't know that very well. And now I'll have like our kids on play dates. Like it's it's a good it's a fun game. It's very 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 competitive. Chris will tell you it's like yeah. ridiculous and competitive. But yeah, he calls me a sneaky fucker. Uh, yeah, I believe that. No, I believe that. So that game to me for 2020 has been the best. Okay, it's it's just it keeps going and keeps going now. Now with Cold War, yeah, integrating into it starting yesterday. It's, nice. Awesome. TV. I'm gonna go with Shit's Creek. I know it's a little different than what you guys. Shit's Shit's Creek. I heard that is good though. It's it a good comedy. It's hilarious. I mean, it won it won a couple of awards. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. So, yes, it did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Me. Me and Elise watched it, and her mom actually told us to watch it, and we watched it. And it's really good. It's yeah. really good. I didn't realize the the guy, the, the son in it, is actually what's his face's actual son too. Yeah. Um, Eugene Levy. And yeah, Levy, Eugene, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, TV, yeah, movie, so movie. So, yeah. I had to look, Google, movies made in 2020. Yeah, and I don't know, at all but like three movies that came out in 2020. I've never even heard of. You passed <laughs> the threshold of oldness. Yeah, I looked up movies. I'm like. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Let them all talk. Come away. Jingle jangle. Underwater. Life in a year. I'm like, where are these movies? An American <laughs> Proximity Witches Alone. His House. Over the Moon. I'm like, what are all these movies? Rent to Pal. Black Box. Mortal. All right. So the only so the one that I did notice on here, uh, my wife said the one with uh, Harley Quinn. Her movie. What is it? Um, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Yeah. Mine though was uh, the way back. Okay, I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's with Ben Affleck. No, I haven't, but I respect it. Yeah, because it's, it's, ben it's a it's like it's a coming Disney hearted, like wholehearted. You know, he's a recovering alcoholic. So he's playing Ben Affleck. So, so, so yeah, life, life, life. Art, art is imitating life. In this. Yeah, he's a, it's not far off. He's a, is what's he was a basketball, was awesome at basketball, and now he coaches the high school that he was awesome at, but he's going through shit in life. It's, it's a good movie. Okay. Out yeah. of all the 2020 movies I saw, life. that was the one that I was mostly interested in because I don't even know any of the other ones. I, I, I Yeah, I don't know. I'll start off. Because... I'll start off with my mo- with my movie because I've I've I know this is my favorite movie of the year. It was because it was the only one I really watched that was new. Jay and <laughs> Silent Bob reboot. It was fantastic okay. comedy. It was everything I wanted from Jay and Silent Bob. It would it expanded the universe. It gave me more nerddom moments <laughs> with the <laughs> Iron Bob, 
with Brody and Stan Lee's, you know, shirt in the background in his comic shop just being iconic. It was everything of a nerd that I wanted from a movie, and I loved that movie because Chance Silent Bob, man, it's classic, you know, from, you know, uh, the original Clerks to, you know, Mall Rats to, you know, Chase uh, – yeah, chasing Amy to everything dogma, everything that they were in. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, and now with reboot, it was just refreshing while still being Jane Silent Bob, and that's why that was my favorite movie. TV show, obviously, I gotta go with Mandalorian season two, uh, just because I got Bo-Katan, Ahsoka Tano. I found out it's not Baby Yoda, it's Baby Grogu, and just. Dark Saber action, Moff Gideon. It is Star Wars in its essence. You know, it's everything you want f- from a follow-up series of the best hailed Star Wars and first live-action Star Wars television series. It just lived up to the first season's hype and expanded and has everybody just on the edge of their seats to see what's next. Game-wise. I'm sitting on top of the perch of the PC Master Race because I don't have those last-gen problems. Cyberpunk 2077. It is a fantastic Even world. with those problems, it's it's still all right. It's still a pretty good game. It's a fantastic you're world. Going that, you're, you're going that route even though it just came out? Like, yes. I think that's the best game so far. I have. Oh, it's really good. Yes, it's because really I have. Good. Despite the, game the is, is problems. Good, I have, I'll, I'll, like, I'll 12 hours in the game, all right? I have 12 hours in the game. I, got- I love the hacking system. The overall first-person shooter element is still very dynamic. Driving is a bit wonky. You can and the genitals change the are view. weird. Yeah, you can change the view to a third-person view with driving, which I thought, for me, helped. And, you know, PC Master Racer, I have a controller, and I can also just switch over to my you know mouse so I can get precision shooting. So it's I just, think you can turn down the sensitivity for driving just for driving. Yes, you can I think you can as well. But I'm I've gotten used to that. You know, it's just the get the the world is beautiful. The plot is great. I, I got went used with, to driving oh, yeah, that way by playing fantastic. Grand Theft Auto Three. Now Big Brother and I we both and Joe Paladino, we all went with Street Kid. I, I, know I some, went back and you did? did it with the corporate Oh you, you went you corporate? start you started okay. a bit different. Okay. And but I know that's the only thing that's I know another guy that went nomad. And, yeah, I'm um, going to be going Nomad as soon as I, I'm getting it uh, next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. No, and, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go, go Nomad because I was split between Street Kid and Nomad, honestly, because I was like, look, Nomad. That it changes the way it starts in the beginning and some of your options. Yeah. When you're in the conversation, you have like, I have corporate options and he has like yeah. Street Kid. Yes. Have like, when I was yeah. in the street, this happened. <laughs> now, some... People were criticizing that, saying that you're not really forming the character. But uh, you're not, but it's still... Who cares? It's a good game. It's a really good story, so shut up. It has an amazing skill system. Their skill tree is fantastic. It's so complex, but it's so simple that you can easily just figure out what you want just by glazing over all your options. You can be like, no, I really want to work towards this and I want to work towards this because this is my play style. So they did so many things right with it. And even with the technical glitches aside, they said, fuck it. We'll figure the bugs out later. I'm we'll not delaying live. this again. I'm not doing it. And they said they were going to give out 
refunds, even though they had no power to say that, because that's ultimately up to the console. <laughs> Sony was like, mm-mm-mm. You didn't say that. We don't don't give the money back. Hey, they said they're gonna give me my money back. Oh, they did, did they? That's not how that happens. (laughs) They'll give you Uh, your uh, money uh, back. I will not. Good luck. Uh uh uh. Uh uh uh. Yeah, it'd just be like that. No, you're not getting your money back. Fuck you. Wait. (laughs) Wait, they'll fix it. Uh, uh, Sit down. uh. All right, so I got mine. Yes. Game Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ooh, okay. I'm sorry. Could you say that again? My my headphones cut out. What was that game? Yeah, Final one? Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. Which which number? So what number was that again? <laughs> four. What? I'm. I thought you said six, I, but it was what? Four remake? and three six, combined. Did he? I think it was. No, if six make... was remastered this year, I would have done six. Why? <laughs> why didn't they? Why didn't they remaster six instead of seven? Oh shit! Because they like the number better. The gloves are off. They like the number seven. <laughs> It's a really out. nice number. You I'm see it? It goes. I'm just kidding. I'm, all I'm saying is, is that if it was a battle between Kefka and Sephiroth, Kefka would win. The Final Fantasy Showdown title of the podcast. So, all right, you have your show. Game. Show. Um, this year, I have to give it to the boys. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Yes. Season two. Yeah. You know, that was another strong it, season two. Yes, it was, and it was a very like impactful season because of. With the with the climate that we're in, of tit the burning United aside States today, you know it 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 struck a lot of chords and the cadence of like what yeah. you want to do and what to say, but you can't say yeah. was already said in that show. Oh yeah, it was expertly done. I will give you that one. That is a really nice top movie, show. only because it's a favorite of yeah. Connor's. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, f- you can't go wrong with Sonic though. Am I am I right though when I said that like? There is like no movies that came out in 2020. No, there that were was like, nothing. No, Connor. Connor. <laughs> now, I literally just Googled it. I'm I like, did... what, is, what movies? Now, this is also excluding Wonder Woman 1984 and, you know, any other last minute drop offs there because, of course, Wonder Woman 1984, I would side with that for a movie. But, you know, I mean, not a lot came out here. So we all Dave watched. Dave Chappelle released a new special. Yeah, we all watched all right, a bunch right, of different Connor, stuff Connor here. Connor wants to say his, his favorite saying. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm wet. I'm cold. I'm wet. I'm wet. I'm wet. I'm cold. There's a fish on my head. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> okay. Big Brother, what's your, top, your what's your top game, movie, and TV show? Uh, movie, I'll go with Dave Chappelle's special. That's um, a fair. His special. And that goes for TV as well. Was fantastic. Oh, come on. No, TV. I would honestly, Expanse, man. Yeah, because no one mentioned The Expanse. I'll, tell, I'll say The Expanse. That's Even the, though this season show, was. I just have to get caught up on it. Three, Fifth season. Just don't dropped. worry. This season, you're not. They didn't add much. No, they dropped. They just, they dropped three, three, se- three, three episodes three so episodes. far, but I will qualify that. It started in 2020, and the first three episodes, man, are, they're fantastic. All your favorite characters. Every which season is, is amazing. Go honestly, back and watch them. let's really all just good. say it. Your favorite character. Maybe not with the kids. Your favorite character is Amos. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like Amos. A- Amos, Amos is, is your, fav- uh, he's your favorite character. That's the only guy you care about. Oh, good old Timmy. You know, everybody loves Timmy. but Looks like we need another Timmy. Uh, video game. I'll I'll go with uh, Cyberpunk because that's that's what I played last. There you go. So you guys, on, 
on that. You guys are like the show. meta people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So meta. Going with the meta. On that epic bombshell, we thank you all for watching. We uh, want to thank out James Phillips and William Pace for liking and commenting on 182 Lugnuts, Street Legal Jet Powered Beetle. We want to thank Mark Gervais and James Phillips for liking Spoiler Alert Classics, Live Free or Die Hard. And we want to thank Robert Bridges and Robbie Hudson for liking podcast number 181, Triforce Podcast, Daredevil, Stranger Dangerous Side. Link knows what time it is. It's super crazy outside time. It is. It's super crazy outside time. Which means one thing. This has been a long, drawn-out goodbye. I am Matthew Bugrell, the Matman. In the box is Christopher Bristow, the old man. Kelly Collins, our Iron Darth... Wilson of Silver Surferdom. I'm going to have to work on that. Darth Darth Wilson Silver Twitchy. Darth Wilson Silver Twitchy. Kelly Collins and our eminent <laughs> omnipotent presence that is the big produ- uh, the big brother, the producer of the podcast Stephen Bucarell. And of course, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Until then, Wall Jangers. Game on, boys and girls! Bye-bye! It's actually Hunter S. Thompson versus Rip Hunter, and they just go through. You know, it's a time traveler versus Hunter S. Thompson, and I one think of them Hunter has to S. Die. Thompson will win. It was the dad and the son, and I think, like, the whole family were chewing the happy plant. <laughs> Bust ass, break wind, take names, <laughs> and she's done. <laughs> All right, no, it was kick ass, right? <laughs> yeah, probably kick, kick ass. ass. It's, it's, it, that was a 286 there, sir. 286, Game on, boys and girls! We're doing it live. Play on the tangers. That was a good segue. And now you have to end it. Oh, God. You gotta end it. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. God. Push the end button. Push the button. What's the, where's the end button? Where's the any key? Finish him. I'm trying to... Drive on Lugnut. Sorry, that's the wrong podcast. Enjoy the show. Play on my tangers. I eventually got it. We're doing it live. What was that? Ah. Now, I'm not going to lie when I say John, the John Wick movies are probably up in my top favorite movies. Now. Honestly, like, I can't believe I slept on them because people talk about John Wick all the time. And I'm, I slept on, dude, I've you're going to hate me for this. I slept on Mandalorian. I didn't yeah. start watching it until like a month ago. No joke. I'm, I can't. You got a kid. I, I think can't. That's I can't. So you can't could just, I think you. that's so you could just binge it. Yeah. Yeah. You just wanted to binge it. You're yeah. like, mm, I'll wait. No, I want it. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like, I kept talking. That I was going to watch it, watch it, watch it. You and have. I never could. And I was finally like, all right, fuck it. And I watched little bits here. And, and then I just watched, like, fucking whole first season. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I love it. And I love all the spinoff shows that they're going to have. The Rangers of the Republic, Ahsoka. All those shows are going to be great. Disney is just I just feel like there's a lot going to be coming out once we're... <laughs> Well, the thing is, is 2021 is going to have a lot of content because by then, vaccine's already well out. People are getting up on their way. Theater is trying to I crawl get my back from the dead. And technically, I'm a healthcare worker. Yeah. I mean, technically, mental healthcare. I guess. It's just one of those things that I think that 2021, we're going to see a lot of stuff, and we're going to start off with a lot of streaming content, and then eventually, I think, by this time next year, we're going to have the theaters back opened up. 
That's my well. A lot of the uh, what the 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 death kneel blow of Warner Brothers putting it directly to HBO Max. As much as I love that decision, I love it. I love it for a consumer standpoint, but from a business standpoint, it it really is gonna Christopher Nolan nothing but shit on them for that decision. Oh, I know, and so so did uh, Timothy Chalifant. Yeah. you know, he did his uh, SNL little bit, uh, you know, kind of put the jab in there, too, with uh, him being on Dune. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate that these actors were signed on with it with the potential theatrical release, because if if you look at some of these contracts and how they're how they're vetted out is that they get some of the cut from the theatrical release. So you're now taking away from their options oh, yeah, by great. streaming it right direct. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should cut them in on the streaming then. Honestly, you have to, and you have to it's adapt. Just a, it's just a revision of the language. They need a, they need a clause in there saying that if this doesn't get a theatrical release, they need to get some way to get their, their profit margin back. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's it's just more focus into the market. But this has been a long enough podcast as it is. This is going to be a great end segment. And uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining in this week. And uh, yeah, obviously... I almost didn't make it because like I fell asleep at like four o'clock and like woke up at like six twenty-five. I was like, oh shit, fuck. Look, man, after all the snow shoveling I did today and all the running around, I if I laid down, I wouldn't have been here either. Uh, it would have, I would have been sleeping all the way until tomorrow morning. Same That's here. That's it. It's over. You missed it. You missed Damn it. it. I just you got the tail end the of moment. it. We were having quite a moment. Fuck. It was a wonderful moment. It was a wonderful moment. Damn. Wonderful moment. Lost in time. Completely lost in time. Should be right. Can you hear me? How about that? It helps if you move the mic towards you. I can't hear you. Can't hear me? Oh, there you are. Whoa. Wow, that's why I can't hear you, because you muted yourself, because it is loud there. Yup. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> well, it's nice to have you inside yourself, because you're... Yeah, you're, I have cardboard Kelly set up. Kelly's got some Kelly inside Kelly. Yeah. I have uh, I, I was reading Death of the Family <laughs> next to you, cardboard Kelly, and then you popped up inside you. I wasn't even ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I popped up inside me. Yep. Yeah, you popped up inside yourself. It's amazing. <laughs> it's 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 a true work of wonder. All right, I think uh, we're ready for a show. Welcome, old man. Welcome. No, I said welcome. You're supposed to say thank you or fuck you. Welcome. You know, I yeah, mean, well, welcome. Can I? Can I say? You can't say welcome um, to welcome. Yes, yes, I can because I just can't. That is the thing today. <laughs> this is the that way. is the mode of the day. Okay. All right. Cool. <clears throat> Forgot my login for my uh, Gmail here. So I had to work that out with paper and pencil like the constipated mathematician. Oh, you're you're petting your chihuahua, I imagine. Chihuahua. It's not a chihuahua. It's no. Jack Russell. Jack Russell. Those guys are supposedly dicks. Yeah. 
Jack Russell Pug mix. Oh, Pug. Yeah. Pugs can His be name very is Cooper. Uh, energetic. Do you call him Pug Russell or? <laughs> Pugs McKenzie. Or Jack Pug. Pugs McKenzie. And then that Jack Russell is Timmy. 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 That's exactly what he said. Like that's, in the experiment. That is him. He is, he is definitely an autistic dog. No joke. Okay. Hey, we don't judge dogs. Mine is a dirt how, in and How can you himself. tell with a dog? And he's deaf, he's deaf too. Um, that you could You know what? Tell. Our neighbor's dog, what did they have? He was blind, three legs, the old neighbor. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that one. It was blind. It was blind, three uh, legs. She had to give it, like, shots. It had, like, diabetes well, he has or something. four legs, legs. but yeah. actually, it's funny you say that. Is no, it had... Inside, it isn't really attached. Not only... It what? had two working legs. It had all four, so he, but it When he walks, he walks through. When he runs, the leg dangles. <laughs> so he only has, like, two working legs. Three working legs. All right, three working legs, no, 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 but the no, other the... one just kind of, like... Flops around there like Joe yes, Swanson. When he runs, yeah. No, the neighbor's dog. She's a little shorter than that one's too. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's why his name's Timmy. I see you creeping in the corner there, old man. His real name is Tiny Tim. <laughs> Tiny Tim. Covered in wiener hair. Not <laughs> yeah. Well, he says, not tiptoe through the window in the gardens. That's where I'll be tiptoe in the gardens with me. Uh, This musical (laughs) is going to make you want to hit right here because that's the subscribe button. And right above my head, that's going to be every single Triforce podcast in a playlist right above the box of our Iron Kelly in the stomach of cardboard kelly well that's going to be the very best Purjingus wall hangers video for you and as our main man connor always says one punch, punch. <laughs> <laughs>